Torch. Podcast. I'm free! I'm free! <laughs> Welcome to um, the uncondensed truth. <laughs> we talk about X Files all the time. Oh, um, we're free, David. We are free. We are done. It's well, over. You're, you're free of one thing, but I'm wrapping you up here because we're wrapping up. Nice Torch with season one. Uh, I I would like to apologize to any Doctor Who episode I ever called bad because I did not know how bad it could actually get. <laughs> but now I know, and I'm sorry. So I would like to apologize. Of course, I would like to start off by apologizing to the Idiot Slanter. I would like to apologize to... Uh, let me put up a list. Well, you owe you an apology to fear her for thinking it's bad. I would like to apologize to fear. I I actually would like to apologize to fear her. I would like to apologize to fear her. I would like to apologize to the long game. I would like to apologize to Love and Monsters. I would like to apologize to Forty Two. I would like to apologize to Evolution of the Daleks. I would like to apologize to um, Season Four has no bad episodes. I would like to apologize to. Um, Season five, uh, the beast below, uh, or victory yeah. of the Daleks. You, you like to apologize to anything and everything that that is diarrhea because yeah. you just had even worse diarrhea. Because I saw, because I saw, I I saw, I looked into the darkness and there was something there and I hated it. <laughs> I mean, I, I'm sorry, I don't, I don't, I didn't hate it. I actively disliked it. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, it only goes up from here. But yeah, we're wrapping up series one of the Torchwood. Um. I want to start off by saying um, I just watched series five episode of X Files called Schizo Jenny, Schizonji, and that is as bad as any of these episodes ever got. Um, it's on the trees where the psychiatrist lady is like controlling trees because she's looking. Oh, you're getting like, into that kind of exiles, right? Have you have you yeah. seen the Invisible yeah. Animals episode yet? Yeah, that's series two. That's also yeah. Uh, I'm 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 not enjoying series four and series five. I must say. Um, Have you seen the one where uh, the pusher comes back out of prison? Yeah, I I, just, I don't like pusher. I didn't like pusher. I didn't like this one even more. Wait, wait, wait! But but wait, actually. Um, Season five does have the postmodern Prometheus. You've seen that yeah, one. That was a good. That that was a very good one. Fantastic. Um, J. Walt was it J. Walter Weatherman from Seinfeld, or is that another different character from Seinfeld? Look, we're getting off track. Um, I think we do our rankings first, and then we do our spin-off ideas, and then I have a special guest who's come in because he's requested a meeting with us. Okay. It's not good news. But um, okay, before we get started, yeah. so before we go into our rankings, I just want to say something. So I I feel like. It's fun to goof on Torchwood, but I feel like we are doing so from a privileged position of it's been 10 plus years since it's been 15 plus years since uh, Doctor Who came back. And when this was being made, it was only two years after. And I could I could definitely tell that they were like, we don't really know what this is, what this is supposed to be apart from Doctor Who. It's a show that spends a lot of its time being like, this is. Sorry, my room, my housemate just yelled, what the fuck? Um, this you is a show. You hear about here about Abaddon. Oh, shit. There's a shadow in the window. Um, this is a show that, like, spent most of its time trying to figure out what is it supposed to be apart from Doctor Who. And a lot of the answers it found were not satisfying answers. They were like, we could do sex and violence. And that's it. But towards the end, 
they kind of started figuring it out where it's like, okay, so here we can have a deeper serialization. Like the last three episodes are very much, last four episodes are pretty much like a mini arc. And that works really well to its advantage. And we can tell stories that take longer. Uh, that that the stories that that force the characters to live in the emotion of the moment, and that they can't just escape, just like uh, just like uh, the doctor could in one of their stories, you know. And 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 I appreciate that. That's why I think uh, Out of Time and the Combat and Captain Jack Hardness are fantastic episodes uh, of of television. Um, that being said, that's four episodes out of thirteen episode season, so there's a lot to goof out there. Yeah, we'll be very careful saying goof because our guest coming up is very upset the reason. Uh, we'll get to, we'll, we'll, when he gets in. We'll talk about that. I'm so um, scared about this. Okay. Yeah. So the ranking. We'll right. Start. Do you want to do? Like, you want to go first? Like Drake. Yeah. Like Drake. We'll start from the bottom. Now. We'll okay. Do. Um, I think we both know what what number thirteen is. Um, day one. Day one. Day one. Yes. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 let's just not bother talking about day one. No. Day no. One. Yeah. yeah. So number twelve is Greek bearing gifts. Greek bearing gifts, I should say. I put in end of days number twelve. Oh, um, just yeah. completely uninterested. Yeah, same with Greek bearing gifts. It's just it's not good, and it's got one of the the worst moments of all time in it. So number twelve, small worlds. No, no, um, no that was number twelve. So. So this yeah. is number eleven now. Oh, number eleven. One time. Yeah, I just say so. Yeah, my number of thirteen and twelve are like objectively bad. Uh, yeah. From my number eleven until a certain point, are like this is bad, but like I would never literally watch this in the first place, so it's indefensively bad. So yeah. my yeah, number eleven yeah. is Countryside. Yeah, my yeah my number eleven is Small Worlds. I, it, like my eleven, like yeah, as you're saying, twelve and thirteen would never like objectively just. No, just like oh, the world would not be yeah. a, a worse place if we just got rid of them. Yeah. Um, my number 11 to my number seven are ones where like, I, I just would never watch it again. Um, they're just not either not great or they're just kind of whiffed. My number 10 is <sighs> sorry to my friend, but Eugene, you gotta go out here. It's random shoes. My number 10 is also random shoes. Yeah, it's just not great. Um, number nine for me. Um, you gotta get upgraded because it's Cyberwoman. Cyberwoman for me too. Number nine, Cyberwoman. Yeah. Um. Well, I know this one we differ we differ on because my number eight is End of Days. Okay. You you thought it was better than Cyberwoman. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, (laughs) I think it yeah has more to its mind than Cyberwoman. Disagree, but that's okay. And number eight to me is Small Worlds. Yeah, yeah. Pobody's perfect. Yeah. No. Uh, number seven, Greeks bearing gifts. Number seven, countryside. So All right. We, we we swapped. We swapped. I think did we swap around. No, we didn't swap <laughs> yeah, around. Yeah, I think we we um, actually did swap around. We, we didn't because your number twelve is end of days. Mine yeah. is Greek bearing gifts. Uh, number six, everything changes. Um, number six, fun. everything changes. It's this is uh, this is the part where I'm starting. This is this is where it goes from ineffectively bad to ineffectively good, or it's like it's good. Yeah. Same, okay. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah. Um, number five for me is combat. Number five for me is combat. Same thing. Wow. Um, okay. Number four is uh, Ghost Machine. Number four to me is Captain Jack Harkness. Mm. This is where it starts uh, getting good. Yeah. Number three, the Keep Clean Susie. 
Number three, Ghost Machine. Mm. Uh, number two, Out of Time. Number two, They Keep Healing Susie. Uh, and number one, Captain Jack Harkness. And number one, Out of Time. Yeah, those are yeah. my rankings. So we're, we're pretty much on the same level of... What of, are the top five episodes, you know? Yeah. Um, and I would say those five episodes are probably the ones worth watching. Um, out of the 13. But I also advocate for watching every single one of them so you know what you're... What you are and aren't missing out on. Um, so spin-offs. Um, do you want to explain the spin-off idea? That, yes. Uh, you, you came okay. up with? And then, so yeah. our first... So last... So the last wrap-up uh, for Series 1 and Series 2, we recast certain roles. And that was the idea behind it. Uh, but we were like, we don't care enough about any of these characters to recast them. <laughs> so we decided to just do spin-off pitches. And I have three pitches. Um, I think my opinion is that Torchwood really nailed it on the head when it realized that it can be a show that has deeper serialization and it deals with the kind of stories that Doctor Who can't deal by virtue of the fact that its main characters don't have a time machine, but also by virtue of the fact that its main characters aren't like a thousand years old. They're humans that have to deal with these things in a much more emotional, living in the moment kind of way. So all of my ideas relate to that to a certain degree one of my ideas is absolutely bonkers and it requires you to go back in time to the mindset of when anything was possible in 2006 Ooh. um well i only have two ideas um so who wants to go first i i'll let's swap so i'll yeah. go first so this is my simplest idea and my simplest idea is unit okay so mm-hmm. the way this would work we start off in the aftermath of the season two finale our protagonist they worked at Torchwood, and they lost their loved one in the Battle of Canary Wharf. So, like, the first scene is the Battle of Canary Wharf. And much like Cyber Woman, we see this person, like, cradling their half-converted or, or fully converted partner. And, or maybe, or actually, they don't even find the body at all. They don't know who the, bot, who the body is because they all look like Cybermen. They all look the same. And they're trying to find the body, and then Unit comes in. And basically hides the entire thing and lies about it. So basically, why does the Earth of Doctor Who refuse to change? Because as it turns out, there's a squad within Unit that works exclusively to hide the existence of aliens. They're kind of like the Men in Black, where whenever the Doctor comes in and fucks things up, up they come in after and come up with like a, a story as to why what happened, or erase the Doctor's leftovers, erase any memories and all that. And the protagonist joins this squad because they want to find the Doctor because they know that the Doctor has a time machine and they want to undo the mistake that killed their partner. So our protagonist from the beginning of the show is a very cynical person where they see the Doctor as like, like basically like a Loki character who like fucks around and never deals with the consequences. And a lot of their plots revolve around like what happens next after a doctor story. They, they're not all going to be doctor after doctor stories, but the idea is like, okay, you've seen the doctor gallivanting around, but this is what happens after. This is the cleanup crew. And sometimes that involves classic monsters. Like maybe you can have a Cyberman, but mostly they're like new monsters that they're coming up for the season. Uh, throughout this first season, we also discover that there's like a corruption at the core of Unit. You know, they're not keeping the world safe. They're actively deluding everyone so that they can get off on top and hoard alien technology. There's uh, the squad leader character, the the big the Skinner character, one might say. He's uh, always in contact with this cabal, this core, this like 
group of people controlling unit and he's always like informing them about what's going on about what they captured what they stole and they have the vaults like they do in torchwood but you're not supposed to go in so every episode ends with like the squad leader carting off whatever they got into the vault and every now and then we have a protagonist walk by the vault and they hear like screaming inside you know but they don't know what's going on uh there's questions about like who runs unit now. There's even maybe we could even have an episode where the brigadier comes back. It's like unit old guard, and the brigadier is like, this unit, this new unit is fucked up. There's something wrong. They're morally compromised. They are not good people. And throughout this first season, our protagonist evolves. They go from a skeptic, a closed-off skeptic, a cynic, a cynic, to an idealist. You know, they see the bad that the doctor leaves behind, but they also see the good in aliens and things that you don't understand and embracing the unknown. And the combination of these two season-long arcs is in the finale, where we reveal that inside the vault, there's a person, and that person is Captain Jack. And the leader of the squad captured Jack because while our protagonist has learned to follow the, 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 the quote-unquote right lessons from the doctor... This squad leader has followed the wrong lessons because they want to be powerful and immortal like the Doctor. They're trying to siphon Jack's immortality from them. And the leader of the squad is basically like, if we could, if we could turn all of humanity into the Doctor, we would, all, we would rule the world, the universe, the galaxy. Forget about ruling the, ruling the Earth, we could rule the galaxy. And in the season finale, the protagonist turns, they, and the squad of characters are turned on the squad leader. They free Captain Jack, who immediately runs away. And we don't know what happens to him. They're going off. They're, of course, they're going off to the season three finale for Doctor Who. But also, we discover that the shadowy cabal that controls the unit, the person on the phone that our, our the squad leader has been talking to, was actually just a man called Mister Saxon. And mm. this season not only sets up the future of Torch uh, of this show, which in the second season Jack would come back as the leader of this new, uh, who's trying to reform this unit squad. But also the third season of Doctor Who, because now the viewers are going to watch the third season of Doctor Who being like, whoever this Mr. Saxon guy that they're mentioning is, he has been here controlling behind the scenes for a while. And we saw all of his fuckery in the spinoff. And the idea is that from now on, there's always this interplay where each season of the spinoff is not only setting up the future season of Doctor Who, but also setting up like the behind the scenes of the stuff that the Doctor doesn't see. You know, so that's my first pitch for a spinoff. Well, I I like that. I I'd, I'd I'd watch that. I'd I'd fund that if I were in charge of the BBC in two thousand six. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first idea, it's not as in depth as that. Um, but okay, so I've been, as you know, going to the X Files, and my favorite writer by far is Darren Morgan. I think absolutely. Darren Morgan's stuff is great. It's fun. It's you know, it's fun, it's clever, it, it's playful. But my idea kind of stems from that. And it's like, you know, you have like torture doing the kind of, it's not quite street level, it's kind of like the mid-level of like, because, you know, Abaddon is, isn't street level. Mm-hmm. Um, like they're doing like the riff, they have like all this technology and stuff. You have the Doctor doing all this global stuff and you have unit, unit doing like international stuff. So I was like, what if like, you know, there's like street level stuff going on and it's kind of that Darren Morgan thing of like, you know, um, like small town stuff going on, all this wild stuff, like even like, you know, small potatoes, the Xbox episode where he's in it, he didn't, he didn't write it, but he's in it. Um, so I said, like, what about like a show about Linda? So you have Linda from Love and Monsters. Um, they're doing like this like street level mm-hmm. 
like maybe there's, there's like an alien hanging around or something. Just kind of something like that, like kind of like a small, small scale kind of, you know, fun investigative thing where like crazy stuff happens. Um, you get Mark Warren and Ursula Blake. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's an actor and that's a character name. Uh, but you get, you know, you get them to come back. Um, maybe not as like, maybe like they're in like the pilot and they're hanging off like a new group of people who are doing like Linda stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, that's probably, of the two ideas I have, that's probably like the most, like the least interesting of the two. But like, I still think, like, Big Finish, call me. Um, we'll make a deal. Uh, I'll get you your Linda series with, uh, I don't know, I don't know, the guy who isn't James Gordon from Gavin Stacey. Absolutely. I will love the series. My second pitch, and this is departing from the uh, street level idea. So, you know, there's a Dalek that escapes the f- battle at the end of season two, right? Yeah, Dalek sick. Yeah. Mean, so, yeah. instead of going to Manhattan, this Dalek ends up in like this bog between worlds a swamp where the leftovers of each reality are doomed to live in. And a lot of these people naturally have grudges against the doctor. So this lone Dalek joins joins a group of enemies, not monsters, but enemies of the doctor who want to escape the bog and go back to the real world, back to the realities. And the way they escape is by coercing this kindly old scientist to build them a machine. And the scientist becomes their begrudging prisoner prisoner and the, their ally. But it's sort of like sliders where they show up in different realities, but they can only leave after solving some problem. And here you can tell again the nitty gritty dark and edge stories, the do- stuff that Doctor Who can't touch really grim up these monsters. So by the time that like the Daleks show up in Doctor Who again, they're scarier. But the thing you also do is you have this cast of villains who progressively evolve and grow into different people, not better people, not good guys, but different people. And you can have like a really weird cast. Like you can have a person who's half a converted Cyberman, or you can have just a Dalek. You can even bring back Gwen Cooper by saying, oh, that's Gwyneth and she's stuck in the rift. You know, you can have hmm. the story of all these people letting go of their past and growing into different people. Maybe not all of them, of course, but you have a lot of a conflict there. And by the end, the group splits up and there's the evil people who go join off the big bad of the season, whoever that is. And the good people, they drop off the scientists. They say goodbye. They apologize for what they did. And as the professor is dropped off, he introduces himself to his new friend, an insectoid assistant named Shantho. And this professor is <laughs> Professor Yana. That's right. It's Derek Jacoby, War Master TV show, secretly all along. But of course, nobody would know that because all they would know is that this is just Derek Jacoby playing the role of the professor, Yana. Yeah. yeah. Um, I have one more idea. Yeah. Um. And this is a, a real deviation from what we've all done so far. Okay. Um, so, you know, one of the big trends is the workplace comedy. Oh, um, my God. Okay. So, one I'm pitching is, um, you know, we, we barely touch on the Shadow Proclamation uh, as an organization. So, what if you did a Shadow Proclamation workplace comedy where you have, like, these kind of lower-level people kind of like desk jockeys and they, they deal with all the kind of the stuff coming in so maybe it's like you know they go deal with like uh and like an insurgency on some planet um it's like it's like it's basically like a brooklyn 99 only it's like sometimes a dalek but it's will show doctor up. who yeah sometimes a dalek will show up maybe sometimes like the doctor will get will show up in an episode get stuck in like some rope with them it's just kind of that kind of that kind of sphere 
Um, again, big finish, call me. Um, I'm, I'm available. You get like, I don't know, the, the other guy from Gavin and Stacey who's in James Gordon or the other guy to go in or Rob Brydon. Rob Brydon could be in there as like a like a, a stooge in, in the Shadow Proclamation. You get the, uh, the Jadoon could be in there. They're doing like, you know, Jadoon comedy. Famous Jadoon comedy. No PC anti culture here. You know? Yeah. I <laughs> I'll um I workplace comedy uh set in Doctor Who is such a good idea that I'm not I'm so I'm I'm pretty sure there's a big finish big finish big finish big finish box set with <laughs> big that finish, idea. Yeah. Big finish. There there is actually there is actually a big finish um eighth doctor story that it it's the closest I'll get to one of them, but it's barely like it's barely a workplace comedy. It's just it happens to take place in an office, and then there's a big reveal at the end. Damn, the big reveal. I'm, of course. I mean, I also I feel like that would just be a chance for them to engage with their inner uh, Douglas Adams because that feels like an idea he would do, you know, Mm -hmm. Uh, Doctor Who, but it's a workplace comedy. I really like that idea. Um, And again, big finish. Call us. We will do it. Um, All right. Here is my final idea which is absolutely insane. And again, I need you to put yourself back in the mindset of this is 2006. Okay, so Doctor I'm Who, Doctor Who is finally back. No, 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 I'm no, no, no. You are you, you right now, but it's 2006. Doctor Who has just come back. Anything is possible. You know, like we just had a season where the Cybermen came back and it's like, we didn't even think that would be possible, but that, now everything is possible. Well, okay, yeah. here's the pitch for my spinoff. We open on the message from Harriet Jones to the Doctor in the Christmas special. You know that message is like, "Doctor, if you're yeah. here, get he pick it up, picked up." And it, we're watching. It's in the t- it's in a TV screen. You know, a TARDIS TV screen. And then we slowly push back, and we realize that this is not the tenth Doctor Stardust, but it's the first Doctor Stardust. And he looks at it and he's like, and "Who's this woman? And why is she asking for me?" So the first Doctor, recast, pops up in Harriet Jones' office as she's getting the vote of non-confidence. And Harriet Jones is like, who are you? And the first doctor is like, I'm your doctor, and I'm very worried about my future and all that. And Harriet Jones lies to him. She's like, your future selves are a very bad man, and you need to stop them. So our spinoff is the first doctor and Harriet Jones having these adventures (laughs) where he's meddling with his own timeline, fixing quote-unquote future mistakes. And you can have it be like a version of Doctor Who for older fans. And you can have it be serialized, you can have it be slower, slower. but basically it's a one-season spin-off where you recast the first Doctor and slowly introduce back these classic Who ideas to a modern audience. And maybe you don't have Harriet Jones as a companion, or maybe you do, I don't know, but I think it'd be really cool. It's just like, imagine this idea of like, it's 2006, and they're like, we, we, we really need to use the Doctor Who brand to its maximum potential. I hate that I said that. And they decide to, you know, recast the first Doctor who's been dead for about 30 decades, 30 years by then, so that they can, you know, really bring back every aspect of Doctor Who. Um, I, I assume in the sec- they, they'll do a surprise second series where he travels with, like, Saddam or Osama. No, or no, another no. War, another war criminal. That maybe, they they'll could, do a surpri- uh, maybe they'll do a surprise second series where it's somebody, they, they recast the second Doctor, you know. Um, surprise! Third idea: curb your enthusiasm with, with Abaddon. Uh, mm-hmm. 
crap Abaddon, your enthusiasm done. Uh, Bliss Manger is the Jeff Garden figure, <laughs> and uh, again to the hijinks. Um, I'm afraid I'm going to open the door now because we've had someone waiting outside talk to us this entire time. Oh my god, who is it? Um, Michelle, not to, not to put the blame on you. Oh no. But we've been doing goofs, you know, and um, okay, okay, do you want to come in? Yeah, this is um, oh no, who is it? Oh, god damn it. <clears throat> sorry, sorry, my uh. I could, I I had a vocal issue. I'm um I'm Donald Goofy. I'm Goofy's lawyer. Oh okay. Oh oh hello, Mister Goofy. Uh, uh, it's, it's my name's not. I'm not Goofy. Do do I sound Goofy to you? Oh no no sorry no sorry sorry my bad. You've been using my client's name without their permission. I'm sorry. Yes yes I'm sorry I'm sorry. Um listen it's 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 a bit it's a comedy bit. What's comedy? Uh. You're Goofy's lawyer, right? What's comedy? I've never heard of comedy. What, what's comedy? Well, it's humor. It's joke, joking. Uh, what, what's, humor. what's a joke? What's what's, jo- what's humor? Sounds like you would really enjoy Torchwood. I do. Um, I, oh, I've seen every episode. Oh, really? Um, okay. Yes. You've seen um, every episode? Yes. What's your favorite episode? Um, I, I enjoy the comedy stylings of Random Shoes. Oh, absolutely. That that makes totally I use sense. I used the word comedy there, but the comedy in that in this case is not referred to what you're talking about. I've never heard the word comedy before in my life. Okay, um, that 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 I understand that. Um, of course, my client is outside. He wants to address you. Yes. Of course, you motherfucker. Course. Oh my god, yeah, Goofy! I want to fucking kill you. Jeez, Jesus! Oh my god! Oh my god! Get out of here! Oh my god! Sorry. Um. I, I I do not sue me for that. Okay. Um yes. Um what what if I told you uh, Mr. Lawyer yes. that there's a yes. there's a world uh you know of of uh of podcasts that it will entertain yes. you and your client for absolutely free. Um I don't want to, I don't want that. Thank you. Well, what if I told you that um, I need to leave soon I, so I, please take the segue. <laughs> um <laughs> Let me leave in my in my private chat. Okay. I'm going to um I'm going to Oh no 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 we're not doing this we're not doing this we're not doing this we're not doing this <laughs> No 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 Um he's gone he, he he's ran out saying something back back on this uh reprobate no. Yeah so um I'll I'll do it this time. Um so we have full metal full metal analysts, Pascal and Popcorn Condensed truth, heavy me- heavy metal. Um, yeah, you can find all of those at friendlymush.com. Um, that's yeah. friendly as in you're my friend, and mush as in a feeble or coin sentimentality. Like the film's not not just romanticmush.com. Mm-hmm. Um, Abaddon School. Um, next time. I promise you, Mr. Smith, we will find a way out. If we can travel to the moon, then we can travel back. There's got to be a way. It's not Smith. That's not my real name. Who are you then? I'm the doctor. Me too, if I ever pass my exams. What is it then, Dr. Smith? Just the doctor. How do you mean, just the doctor? Just the doctor. What people call you the doctor? Yeah. Well, I'm not. As far as I'm concerned, you've got to earn that title. Well, I'm going to make a start then. Uh, yeah, so that, that's about it. That's about wrapped up. Um, we have, what, like Sarah Jane mm-hmm. coming up soon. Um, series three. 
you'll you'll hear all the guests you love and new people. I'll put, I'll put my foot down, new people. Um, but yeah, um, what's the deal with? Sorry, sorry oh, no. came in there as well. Oh was, no, yeah. It's it's a it's a matter. Yeah, we should probably yeah, we should probably you know, you know it could be case. worse. Yeah, it, it, well, it could be worse. Could we be could worse. um, we could be watching Millennium. Schmaggity schmaggity schmoo. I'm also I'm also no, Lance, you're Lance not. Lawyer, yes, I am. Uh, I don't know how we got back in here. Um, but yeah, uh, probably see you. <laughs> See you next week. Uh, slash, yeah, okay. Yeah, but 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 yeah, 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 talk about the metal alchemist i i talk about doctor who my favorite food is pie my favorite food is pizza my favorite episode of series two was love and monsters my favorite episode was fear her well i sure hope this podcast is big enough for the both of us pod tour who cast series three coming soon